0: what's up I'm Alex Clark and you're listening to the audio version of my show Poplitics, powered by Turning Point USA to fully experience the conservative make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern 1 p.m Pacific okay cute conservatives let the games begin there's a lot I need to say to you a lot. Kanye West is being deplatformed off everything, right? His bank, JP Morgan for these anti-Semitic comments, Twitter, Instagram, plus he's now showed up at Candace Owens' documentary premiere. And I've decided to compile a thick stack of receipts, if you will, because this goes much deeper than meets the eye. There's something else going on here. I'm Alex Clark, and this is politics. Where should we begin on uncovering the truth about Kanye's cancellation, at least his most recent cancellation? Probably the beginning, which happens to be Paris Fashion Week with Candace Owens wearing White Lives Matter shirts, right? This right here took the wheels off the train for the intellectual slave owners that want to control the minds of black voters. Kanye West is drawing attention to the gaping holes in the philosophy and mind control tactic behind Black Lives Matter. We can't have that that was strike one but the gatekeepers and thought crime police couldn't retaliate just yet no That's when it was announced that Kanye was going on Tucker Carlson's show to talk about being pro-life and Black Lives Matter being a complete fraudulent scheme to emotionally manipulate people and make millions off the names of dead Black people to enrich themselves. Not actually put the money back into Black America. Now, this was bad for them because every four years when there's a new presidential election, the left counts on Black Lives Matter to stir up race riots and people's emotions so that millions of Black voters will vote a certain way. Getting under people's skin, getting them all riled up. During this interview, Kanye said a lot of good and true things, right? Then it came out that there were a lot of anti-Semitic comments too, like him repeating stereotypical lies about Jewish people, insinuating that they control the media or the money. What's really not good for Fox is that it looks like Ye's remarks were edited out of what actually aired. I prefer my kid's new Hanukkah than Kwanzaa. At least it will come with some financial engineering People going to get mad at that shit. And then Kanye posts some very disturbing stuff about Jews on Instagram and Twitter, arguably made even worse considering the fact that just last week was the holiest day for Jewish people. This led to him being completely de-platformed from both Twitter and Instagram. On Insta, he said Diddy was being controlled by Jewish people and on Twitter he said he was going to go DEF CON 3 on Jewish people, a really unsettling play on the phrase DEF CON, which of course is a military term used to describe readiness to attack. Kanye defended himself by saying black people are actually Jewish also, so he can't be anti-semitic. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. So this all starts to get very juicy to me right about here. The combination of the unaired Tucker clips and his social media post gets a swift response from the left, celebrities, influencers, and big tech. And all of a sudden, as if on cue, everyone is making tearful statements about Kanye's disturbing anti-Semitism. I woke up and burst into tears. Defcon three on Jewish people. What? Are you doing? Other celebrities who made statements condemning Kanye's anti-Semitic views this week were Ariana Grande, Bella Hadid, and Congresswoman AOC, to name a few, who happened to say there is absolutely no room in this country or world for anti-Semitism. It is important to see how harmful and dangerous Kanye's words are not only to our Jewish brothers, sisters and siblings, but also to our collective society at large. We must reject this trash wherever we see it. A this is the moment that the alarm bells really started to go off for me congresswoman aoc is condemning anti-semitic hate that's great obviously but why is she only saying this after Kanye West says something, and not when her own district and the districts around it are experiencing record hate crimes against Jews. In fact, Tablet Mag just wrote a piece in August saying it is open season against Jews in New York City. Of the hundreds of hate crimes committed against Jews in the city since 2018, many of them documented on camera only a single perpetrator has served even one day in prison, and that the city reported a 76% year-over-year rise in hate crimes during the first three months of 2022, attacks on Jews more than tripled. Seems like if Jewish people were truly a priority to the left's beloved congresswoman, maybe she'd do something about the policy she advocates for that puts people who actively want to harm or even kill Jews back on the street. I've got a bad feeling about this. By the way, I'm just getting started, because then we have Ariana Grande and the Hadid sisters. Homeboys, goodnight like, night get it. Does the name Louis Farrakhan ring any bells? He claims to be a pastor and leader of the group Nation of Islam and has fundamentally anti-white and anti-Jewish theology. He also happens to be a celeb favorite. More on that in a second. According to the Anti-Defamation League, Farrakhan has alleged that the Jewish people were responsible for the slave trade, that they conspired to control the government, the media, and Hollywood, as well as various black individuals and organizations. He frequently denies the legitimacy of Judaism or Jewish claim to the land of Israel, arguing that Judaism is nothing more than a deceptive lie and a theological error promoted by Jews to further their control over America's government and economy. He is also called Jewish people termites and as recently as 2018 made a shockingly anti-trans and anti-Jewish comment saying the Jews were responsible for all of this filth and degenerate behavior that Hollywood is putting out, turning men into women and women into men. Now. That same year, 2018, Miss Ariana Grande, who just called out Kanye West, hugged and posed for a photo with Louis Farrakhan at Aretha Franklin's funeral. Oh, Ariana, we're really in it now. Then there's Bella and Gigi Hadid, two of the biggest, most ignorant, and hateful hypocrites of all time. They have the audacity to call out Kanye? Really? For years, the supermodel sisters have turned their combined 132 million Instagram followers into anti-Israel activists. In March of this year, Gigi posted, I am pledging to donate my earnings to aid those suffering from the war in Ukraine, as well as continuing to support those experiencing the same in Palestine. So we're now saying the most violent war in Europe since the Second World War is what's happening to the Palestinians? I knew it was bad. I didn't... I didn't know it was that bad. A few weeks later, Bella Hadid posed on the cover of Vogue wearing a Mason Margiela dress designed by John Galliano. Why is this significant? Well, I'm glad you asked, because in 2011, John Galliano was caught on video saying, I love Hitler. People like you in Paris, he was talking to a Parisian person, would be dead today. Your mothers, your forefathers would be effing gassed and effing dead. I love Hitler. Yeah. People like you would be dead yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. Your mothers, your forefathers would be effing <laughs> gassed. Oh, f- oh my God. <laughs> We a yeah, problem. Yeah can seriously do a two-hour show and keep going with the receipts, but I'll wrap this up with a real shocker here. Eminem, former President Barack Obama, Dave Chappelle, and yes, even Kim Kardashian, Kanye's ex-wife, have photo evidence that they're cozy with Farrakhan. I don't see anyone this week coming after Kim, do you? So what does this all tell us? That while Kanye's comments were atrocious and should be condemned, even by conservatives, just because you get some things right doesn't mean everything's right. It seems to be an awfully convenient excuse for these same people who have been chummy with anti-Semites and their own anti-Semitic views before to use this against him as the final straw to lock him off social media. What I'm saying is this. I don't believe for one second that it's Kanye's comments on Jewish people that are upsetting to these celebrities or to J.P. Morgan, the bank who just told Kanye he's no longer allowed to bank with them. That's all a facade. It's his comments, mark my words, exposing Black Lives Matter and the left, his pro-life comments that were his real crime in the eyes of the leftist elite. The thought crime police are out in full force and they are willing to wait just their definition of the right screw up to make you pay. Well, it looks like you have finally put the pieces together. I know that this was a lot more serious of an episode, so if you want a good laugh, but also an incredibly edifying, encouraging, and juicy conversation, listen to the newest episode of The Spillover with the girl named Blake from Confessions of a Crappy Christian. We talk about comparing yourself to other Christians, behind-the-scenes drama of podcasting, the rise and fall of Rachel Hollis and tons more. It was a blast to record this episode with Blake, and I know you will love this one. Subscribe to The Spillover anywhere you get your podcasts and a five-star review. Please, 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 leave that. Also, please, heart and thumbs up this episode of Politics. Comment your thoughts and if you agree, what did you think of Candace Owens continuing to invite Kanye West to the premiere of her new documentary, by the way, despite his comments? I think it's an interesting conversation to have. Share this episode to your stories. DM it to everyone you know, especially any Jewish friends, and hit the save button to support us. I am going to a charity fundraiser, so I can't film an episode of Politics for Monday. That means we are back Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. That's a great an opportunity, by the way, to use the weekend and Monday to catch up on politics and the spillover. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark and this is Politics. Hopefully you found the conservate scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full politics experience to follow us on Instagram at Popolitics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye!